Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon. And I'm Marcus Dillon. And this podcast is Who's Really the Boss, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. Well, hey, welcome back to another episode of Who's Really the Boss. Hey, I'm glad to be speaking with you again, and I'm glad this is the last one so we can go to lunch. It's lively up here in the office today. It's, uh, I don't know, it's exciting. I, I love the enthusiasm of the people I can hear outside of kind of the recording booth that I'm in, um, but also kind of love the aroma of fresh baked cookies that's like penetrating these walls. And so, yeah, definitely hungry, ready for lunch. Yeah, some people know we were able to, with the shift to remote work or work from anywhere or whatever you want to call what we do now, uh, we were able to offset our office space by subleasing it to others. And part of those others is a title company. So we're actually recording on a Friday. Fridays in the title company world are very busy days and very uh, loud. And you got to celebrate. You're either selling a house or you bought a house. So that's a lot to celebrate. So uh, good stuff. And then there's also cookies and snacks and drinks and everything else up here all the time. And so it's been a pretty cool little, uh, segue, um, from, you know, just being an empty office building. So comes, comes along with, um, some challenges as far as recording and trying to have the least amount of background noise too, but, uh, keeps you on your toes. And I love it because, we don't necessarily have to record on Fridays, but the fact that the two of us typically try to block out Fridays as far as from meetings and things, um, it makes it easy. We don't have to plan like super far in advance and worry about, you know, schedules changing or double booking or anything like that. And so Fridays are usually pretty easy where we can decide like the night before, oh, let's go record tomorrow. And so we just get to, um, kind of work with the people who are here in office as far as noise goes. So if you hear extra noise in the background, it's just our neighbors here in the office. And even last uh, last week from when we're recording this, but recently we were here in office with 15 of our team members. And so we were definitely <laughs> very loud. So doing team retreat, we had 15 I think total 15 in office in our team space here at our physical location. And then we also had five other uh, team members joining us, sometimes six um, joining us remotely. And so it was a, it was a good time. Um, our first retreat that we did in a hybrid setting. So we did everybody who was able to came into the office and then others who um, were not able for whatever reason could join us remotely. So whether they lived out of state or um, had other obligations that they needed to just be at home instead of in office. Uh, and so really wanted to take this opportunity to talk through that retreat and just recap some of the things that went on. Yeah, uh, it was it was fun. I know we were both nervous. I know you were a lot more nervous than I was, and you planned a majority of the treat, retreat, and I just kind of had my one slide or a few slides that I was able to go over and that you kind of prepped me for. And so uh, it, it was, it went well, and I think it could have um, 
been a lot different. And we were very uh, conscious of the fact that we had people that were zooming in or, you know, videoing in that weren't in office. And we want the whole team to feel togetherness as part of the retreat. So we, we kind of made that call as opposed to having, you know, 21 to 22 blocks on the screen and everybody doing it from home or doing it from different rooms spread out around the building. So it was still a call we made to kind of come together. And for those that were able, we had one person drive in from Dallas. Everybody else, for the most part, was local. And, uh, you know, on the screen, there were a couple from Colorado, one from Katie that could not come into the office, another um, person that lives in Mexico, another person that lives in Alabama. And I think that was everybody. Dallas, one in Dallas. Another I Dallas, yeah. Already. <laughs> so I think it went about as well as we could. We ha we did learn some things. We got some great feedback from the team really about the technical aspects that we saw in the retreat. But was there anything from the, the discussions that we had? It's always so good to get together. And I think as you were getting feedback from the team, I think your comment was they're, they're so nice. And I, you know, <laughs> it's one of those where I want, I, I don't know if it's constructive criticism or um, constructive feedback is more in line with it. But I, I want to know more about content, not necessarily, you know, just all celebration. So what was your takeaways from the content or the couple days of sessions? Yeah, well, going into retreat, um, this is a mid-year, this was a mid-year retreat for us, which we have only had one other. So that's kind of a newer addition to kind of the, the rhythm and um, the way that we run our business. And so the mid-year retreat is a little bit lower key in that um, it's really recap, you know, the purpose really is to kind of recap or refocus the goals from the beginning of the year. What is the progress that we're making? And are there things that we need to shift, adjust, or revisit um, because we have not addressed them yet? So mid-year we love because that is the time to remind everyone that, yes, maybe seven or eight months have passed out of the year, but we have 12 months in a year. So a lot of progress, a lot of headway, a lot of improvement can happen in the last four months of the year, as long as you're intentional um, and thinking about those things. So just trying not to let the goals and um, vision of what we've done, you know, what we set out to do at the beginning of the year, not to let that get forgotten about, to also celebrate the achievements that have happened during that time. And then, you know, to kind of uh, rally around anything that we haven't met to be able to meet that by the end of the year. And so, and then the other is always to strengthen relationships within our team. So just to strengthen their team, the bonds for people to get to know each other better. Um, that's always going to be a number one for any retreat. And so we just feel like middle, middle of the year is a good time. We intentionally wait until kids are back in school since we do have a lot of working parents that just alleviates one other um, coordination for them as far as like finding childcare or something like that. Um, and sometimes there's even, even with that, when you come in office and you're used to working remotely, there is some coordination of schedules that has to be done. So maybe getting help, picking someone up from school or running them to an after school activity or something like that. So we know that our team really um, 
makes it a priority to be part of retreat because it is something that's important for all members. Yeah, I think the other thing, you know, when we talk about goals and a lot of those for the business are revenue or new client driven because we are in this growth phase. But a lot of what we touched on during retreat was, you know, just individual roles and how your individual role contributes to the team and how, you know, you may not drive part of the revenue engine or part of the overall like sales and marketing piece of the engine, but you do you do participate because of your daily role in the business. And so the last year or two, we've actually tr really tried to define how the team serves the client and develop SOPs or standard operating procedures for each even role within the business. And so it was getting back to, Hey, we, this is, this is the guide. This is what, what we see. How do we need to modify this? Are there any clarifying points we need to make? Cause this is what, this is what we think as a group, should look like your role and then also what does success look like so um talking into what does um kind of performance and how quickly things are getting done um client satisfaction all of that great things that ultimately help drive the business forward because part of the other piece of goals isn't necessarily revenue or profit related it's around client satisfaction and high level of client service so it, it just kind of helps create where, where we are today and where are we going and um, just keep getting better. And so I think there was a lot of celebrations in the room as far as, hey, like we're on track. Uh, this is where we're going to end up if everything goes right. Motivating members of the team who needed it to, to kind of keep going and what they were going to do for the rest of the team from the sales side of the business. And then also... Um, you know, just clarifying, like taking the time and saying, this is what success looks like. Does anyone have questions? And really being open to those questions. And I think that is what some team members, especially like new team members walked away with, like the fact that we actually stopped for two days, invested in our team and did like a pulse check, but then also for new team members, very new team members helped like frame out what ideal looks like as far as their day-to-day -day and their role. So I know you've received some of that feedback. So do you have anything else to say there as far as that's concerned? So really with mid-year retreat, we just hosted it here in our office. And then for those who couldn't be here remotely, so we used a piece of technology called the OWL, which is a camera and speaker that allowed the people who were remote to see everybody who was in the room and interact with everyone um, in the room kind of at the same time, uh, a little bit better than just having maybe one computer or one like single camera on a TV or laptop set up, um, the OWL just helped facilitate that a little bit better. So that was one piece of technology that we used for that retreat. So uh, I share that meaning if you do not have a space because your team is mostly remote, you don't have a space big enough that could house you know, your whole entire team, you don't necessarily have to go rent a place if you can incorporate this piece of technology. Now, I don't remember how much that costs, so it might be cheaper to rent out a space somewhere, um, but I, I don't think that, I think more cost effective would maybe be to have everybody um, maybe hybrid or remote and not, you know, not necessarily that you have to fly everybody 
in for this kind of retreat. The other thing that I'll share about this retreat, like I think some people think through what would we even talk about? The beginning of the year is easy um, because we're going to talk about goals and the direction that we want to go for the year, maybe recap what we did the prior year and celebrate that. But what do you do in the middle of the year? So as we touched on, uh, I don't think that you can clarify roles and responsibilities and what success looks like enough. And so even if you did that once a month, I don't think it would be too much. Um, Again, celebrating and revisiting progression on the goal set at the beginning of the year is something great to cover. What we covered also, we covered onboarding. That's something that we are working on continuously to improve and decrease friction for our uh, new clients, especially as that's really um, kind of their first impression of the team other than, you know, the sales. So that's the next step in getting to know our team is onboarding. So really worked through that. Uh, we looked at where we're going in the next one, three, and five years. We played some games, which our games are always tied to learning or um, reviewing things that we should know. And then we just looked at some uh, more personal or interpersonal things uh, during our retreat. We did some notes of gratitude. So letting people know, taking the time out right then and there to let people on the team know how they have impacted you so far um, in a positive way. And so if they were remote, they just did a chat to uh, three people who have had a positive impact on them so far uh, within the team. And then if they were in person, we did handwritten notes, which I think goes a long way. We're used to a lot of electronic communication. So when you get something handwritten from somebody, it stands out nowadays. Um, and then the last thing we did uh, was to set some goals, some personal goals, like each individual was able to set a goal, whether it was related to their personal life and something that they wanted to achieve or related to their career, um, just to focus on towards the end of the year. And so those are some things, some topics that we covered uh, during that day and a half. And then we, you know, going into it, I really was concerned that it wasn't enough um, from a from a point of I didn't feel like um, it was going to be exciting enough. And so I was surprised with the feedback of the retreat from our team. Uh, we did that early. So people have time to to think about it, decompress, get caught up on their work, but not um, waiting so long to get that feedback to where people forgot what they did because obviously people have lots of things going on. And so I wanted to make sure that we um, were able to send out just a survey through Microsoft Teams, uh, just a five or six question survey, real short, just kind of rating some different things. And so um, I don't know if, I don't, I don't know that you and I have talked about what the results of that were just because you traveled right after that. And so we can, we can talk through kind of what was the overall response from that survey. I, so no, you just told me people are too nice whenever, uh, <laughs> as listeners may not know, we, our daily sitting desks set up. Uh, I'm on one side and you're on the other. And so we talk freely whenever you are at your computer and I'm usually there at mine a little bit more than you. So um, just given how much I work um, versus how much you work. So the, um, 
you have not shared. So just the fact of that people are too nice, that one comment. But I think that was some of the original <laughs> uh, surveys that were submitted before I even left uh, on travel. Yeah. So the the first people to respond had a lot of positive feedback. Um, but something else to note there, it wasn't just that they're too nice. Uh, the other part of that, which I know if it's not in the first three words, you may not catch it. But the other part of what I said with that was, I don't know that I asked the right questions as far as like feedback. I don't know that I worded them correctly to elicit the response that I was actually looking for. So that's important too. So whenever you're, uh, you know, doing a survey for people, be really intentional and maybe ask for um, other people's opinions as far as this is what I want the response to be. Is this the right question to ask? So there, there's a little bit of that. So you live and you learn every time you do something. And so uh, we asked for overall experience, just overall rating of the whole retreat. We did have a day and a half of retreat time. So together time. And then we also, which included breakfast and lunch, if you were here in person. And then we also had a happy hour um, after on the first day. And so overall experience was, you know, out of five, fours and fives, everybody thought that it was really good. Um, and then we looked at pace. And this was a specific question because in the past, this has been something that people did request that the pace was a little bit too fast. Like there was too, too many things crammed into one day that they didn't feel like they had time to really um, digest the information that was coming in or uh, talk through what does it really look like for me or implementation or things like that. And so pace, we actually, this was the first time ever that people felt like it was a good pace, that there was plenty of time of presenters and then plenty of time of like small group discussion where people could voice their opinions, concerns, or even, you know, things that they thought were really good about the idea, but just where individuals could share. No, that's really good feedback. Um, you know, I think the, the overall the event was great. Um, and, and part of that was just how little I participated in it because, you know, I can sit back and learn from others and, uh, the conversations that happen between sessions or at the offsite happy hour or at lunch are the gold, uh, with any getting together opportunity. Um, so, to kind of clarify on that, uh, a few things that you mentioned earlier on the notes of gratitude, I actually only received two out of 21. So I'm not sure uh, what's going <laughs> on there. Um, but but that also makes me, makes me happy because I think I am on the receiving end of that a lot. And, and you as well. I think you probably got some uh, too. And we would much rather be okay not getting that feedback because we we get it more often than other team members like directly um, knowing what those relationships mean to others on the team so even though i got two which made me a little bit sad in the moment i'm thankful that i that somebody else received that note of gratitude instead of me uh the other piece that you talked about was that al camera price point there is a thousand dollars al 360 much you know not not expensive technology uh, with that, it was how do you tie the two multiple rooms together, your local room where you have people uh, 
and then your rooms throughout the World Wide Web. And I think it did a pretty good job. If anybody else is um, thinking about how they do host virtual conference rooms or retreats or anything like that, the uh, the Owl is pretty cool technology because the camera is 360 and it moves and picks up all the sounds in the room. The one piece of uh, feedback or even something that we were worried about is how people in a virtual setting would care or adapt to people that were having a good time locally in between sessions. So we did actually get that feedback. And so it was one of those where there was some FOMO, some fear of missing out on being in the room. And there were conversations that were happening because the owl picks up everything if it's on. And so they were, they really couldn't participate in those conversations. It wasn't, it wasn't valuable to them. So we've decided in the future uh, on, on other events like this, if, if things are not being in session or being presented, we'll actually turn uh, the mute or the speaker off and the camera off. That way, that way it's just not awkward. And, um, you know, kind of being very respectful of that person on the other end, on their, on their side and them enjoying the most of their day versus thinking about what they're missing. And I think we've had people that presented both locally and virtually. And I think both of those went well. I think there was audience participation, both virtually and on site. And so it's just whenever you are doing that, you have to go out of your way to encourage the virtual participation, even in the games. Uh, and remember that they are in the room, so to speak. And um, that was that was something that we were very cognizant of whenever we plan the retreat, like how are we gonna keep bringing these people into the conversation because it could get awkward or weird really quick. And so I think we did a good job. It's just that that piece that we did learn about turning the speaker or the uh, or and the camera off at the same time whenever things aren't really in session uh, during breaks. Yeah, and I know, um, so that was our next uh, question was to rate the environment, whether remote or in person. And so some of the feedback there, again, we got mostly fours on that. Um, I That's kind of where I say people were too nice because they understand this was our very first time to have a hybrid retreat. And so we were testing out lots, lots of things. And so typically we do a lot of interactive um, a lot of interactive learning where we are up and getting in different partners and groups and pairs and moving around the office to where we had to, you know, adapt a retreat to mostly sitting in one spot um, with one main speaker and then could ask for feedback from potentially just one person at a time so that people could hear um, and be able to participate. And so one thing that we thought of from there, if you do have a hybrid setting, is really encouraging or asking the people who are remote first to go to go first so that they have the chance, they're engaged, and then let the people in the room talk after that. Um, for games, making sure that they're put onto teams and that their team knows exactly who they're working with and having um, those teams be able to consult with the person who is remote uh, in order to, you know, come up with a final answer for a game. So yeah, that, that was really good. Um, definitely 
it was hard when multiple people were talking at the same time for our remote um, team to to hear and be able to understand all that was being communicated. So we really had to be intentional about repeating what people were saying or highlighting the things that we didn't want them to miss um, from that. One other thing was uh, the the environment. Not everyone appreciated the owl that was local because every time they talked or made a noise, the camera does follow the noise in the room um, to make the camera pick up whoever is speaking. And so they didn't quite love that. Uh, also, maybe being in chairs majority of the day, like in one room, uh, that probably, you know, contributed a little bit to it, I think was was one comment. And of course, people are looking for things because we always do want to get better. So whenever I say they're nice, but they still were looking for things. Well, what, what could have been even 1% better? Um, and then they would share that. So that was really good. Yeah, the, the owl, you can actually um, mount that in the ceiling and kind of point it down okay. at you. I'm not ready to do that because my hair's getting a little bit thin on top and I just don't want to, um, you know, I don't want any more sadness than I already have about that. The other piece is the owl is actually connected to power and it's actually got a USB that you actually have to connect to your computer. And so I don't really know how that would, would work. It'd be a little bit more complicated than we currently have. So, um, but yeah, I think overall it was, it was a great first hybrid retreat in my mind. I think it's okay. We learned from it, but I think it's okay to build up a little bit of FOMO because in December, we're actually going to have our kind of end of year and like kickoff retreat to the new year. And so if people are experiencing FOMO, it just builds up that much bigger desire to actually travel to, uh, you know, our office in December, whenever we have an in-person retreat and, you know, we've committed to covering travel for everybody that wants to travel. I think majority, if not all are planning on that and looking forward to it. So it's going to be really good to kind of have everybody physically present. And, um, you know, that's, I, I think that's where people saw a little bit of the preview of that and are getting excited for that December retreat and what that means. Yeah. And so just another feedback um, question that we covered in the survey was what could have been done to make it better? Um, this was probably my favorite because it was like a short answer, not a not a rating scale. And so people kind of had to had to give some kind of feedback. And some do say, I don't think anything could make it better, um, just meaning they were satisfied with the days. Uh, some other ones were more games, which, yes, if I knew a way to do them fairly easily and well interactive um, so that the experience for both remote and in-person, uh, then yes. So definitely there will be more games. And of course, ours are always learning games. So they're always intentional, never just like, never at random. Um, they always go over uh, roles and responsibilities, maybe service offerings, um, vision, mission, values, different things like that. So it's always a learning is incorporated into however we set up that game. Somebody said more prizes, which I don't think it was a lack of prizes. I think it was a lack of them winning prizes <laughs> is what they were looking for. And a lot of people said having everybody together 
in one place. Um, another was about the happy hour because we didn't have full participation in that. We have a lot of working parents and it is the very beginning of school and the very beginning of all the extracurricular activities. And so people had places to be. And so they gave us the time during the day, maybe even more time than what they usually do. And so that was, of course, um, something that couldn't necessarily be avoided, but looking at things like we could have it immediately following, so not have any break time in between retreat and that, or have it at a location maybe that's closer to where the the locals live so that it's easier for them to get to so they can pop in and out even if they couldn't stay for a, a, the whole time. Um, so that was that was great feedback. So our early, you know, our early answers on the survey uh, did a great job and and gave us some feedback. But just the more that came in, the more feedback that we received, so that we can take those into consideration and make December really great. Yeah, I think the I kind of echo that thing on the games because I was actually ready for that one game to be over since I was like on the losing team and I was like, how much <laughs> longer is this game? Um, and so we were even answering the questions right, but whenever we spun the wheel, it was zero points. And so it was just, it was totally rigged and uh, not fair um, for, for team one. But uh, the, the other piece, and you kind of you kind of touched on it, um, the, the content that was talked about, I mean, we're not, it was all internal focused or, or even like on your personality and things like that, which is like touchy feely to some and, you know, if you're super technical and love complex tax puzzles and everything like that, like probably don't work here one, because like, we just don't, that's not what we do. And so the, the, the newer employee, um, from that joined us from Alabama, she kind of gave us great feedback, Abby. And so yes. she said, um, Hey, like, thank you so much. Like this kind of kicked off her relationship with Dylan CPAs and just kind of solidified everything that she kind of gotten herself into, you know, with our team. And you never know how it's going to go, but it was a great kind of indoctrination of, hey, this is what we believe in. It's just a little bit more, even though she had some of that her first week. Um, obviously got to meet more of the team members that maybe she hasn't interacted with, even in a virtual environment. And then she gave us feedback like, hey, at my old, um, she worked in a CPA firm before, so I'm old CPA firm. We, we had like training events that were a few hours a day and I was nervous about how long this day would feel but it flew by really fast because it was all great relevant fun topics got to learn and and I was participating versus in her old firm it was more technical training like hey let's break down this this new piece of legislation that's coming through or learn how to use this piece of software better and it was just boring. And so I think that's the other piece is um, she had really good feedback and any new team member, just because of the experience they bring to the table, it's always great to hear their feedback. And that's what we love because we're trying to get better. And I think it was kind of cool to hear how fast her day went and it was a surprise to her, but then also um, she really enjoyed the content because it was useful to her versus just filler about tax law. Yeah, I think that's really important because you never know what people are bringing from their prior experience. And that's all they that's all they know. That's all anyone knows is what they've experienced in their past. So even though you might be telling them we're excited about retreat and all of these things, they're like, I don't know why 
why you're so excited about a training. And so definitely something that we have um, consciously done is we typically don't do anything really, really technical during that time, likely because something very technical is not going to apply to everyone within the team. So we try to save things for retreat that is relevant to 99.9% of the people in the room. And usually it's relevant to all 100%. Also things that are a little bit lighter, learning about yourself, developing yourself, developing and um, strengthening the relationships with the people in the room. And we have set aside time for the really technical trainings to happen um, during the week, during the day. So take an hour during what would have been a team meeting or take an hour during what would have been like a specific department meeting and do a training because really attention spans are not four hours anymore. If they ever were, they are definitely not now. And so to think that somebody is going to retain all that's covered in four hours of very technical, um, specific skill, new learning, um, that's not realistic and that's not going to happen. So a lot is going to be missed anyway. <laughs> and so really taking that and saving it for a different day and allowing things that are more relational to happen during retreat. And really the last thing um, that we ask for feedback on is what are what are the uh, team members looking forward to at our end of year retreat, which is going to take the place of our beginning of year retreat. And um, so as far as that goes, we were really asking, <laughs> what do people want at the end of year retreat? What are people looking forward to? What are they excited about? What's something, you know, I was kind of hopeful, like what's something that we've done in the past that they would like to see again that we weren't able to incorporate maybe this retreat or even the one that was in January. And so really trying to ask that question, like uh, if, you know, if you were asking me, you're telling me you're surprising me with where we're going to dinner and telling me to guess, and then just going to the place that I say first, we were really trying to, I guess, manipulate the situation to be able to provide what people want. But it didn't really work out like that. Majority of people are just excited about being together and the remote people are 100% excited about being here in person in December. So um, that really speaks volumes to what the main goal of our retreats have been um, as far as building relationships, building community, helping people get to know each other better. Uh, and then looking forward to our Christmas party will be incorporated in that December retreat. So just another benefit of moving it from January to December, having all people present is that we can make one of those night events, our uh, annual Christmas party. So looking forward to that. And then there were a couple people who are looking at seeing how we actually end the year on our goals that we set. And so uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that retreat, have already started planning. I'm so excited that it's in December and Christmas because I can totally theme it out um, to Christmas oriented, which I love. And uh, I don't know, just knowing that other people are excited about it gets me excited to plan for it. Well, that's fun. Well, we can't wait to hear um, more details on that and look forward to seeing everybody in December. And that'll be a special time. So thanks again for um, kicking off and, and kind of following through with a successful retreat. And, you know, and you do those so well. So um, 
your, you know, your very valued and what you bring to the table as far as getting the team rallied around that is, is a huge accomplishment. So thanks. No, I appreciate that. All right. I look forward to our next conversation. All right. Thanks for hanging with us to the end of another episode. If you have thoughts, comments, or feedback you would like to share, please leave us a comment or review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Join us again next week for another great conversation.